Hey, welcome back to part two of You Ask, We Answer, Legally Teaching Engineer Sports, episode 20. So we left with a great question from Hannah from, I think, the North Carolina area. Yeah, somewhere in North Carolina where it's always sunny. Sam, remind us what the question was, please. So the question was, if you could only watch one sport for the rest of your life, what sport would that be? It's a very tough decision. There's a lot of good sports out there. There are. I'm going to do it by elimination. I'm going to get rid of baseball. I'm going to get rid of rugby. Probably going to get rid of water polo. Um, so, like, question, you still got hand in your ear somehow? Yeah. Does football include college and NFL? We'll, we'll, we'll count that because you can, you can watch the college sport and the athletic sport. She's saying that will be allowed. Then that's – I'm going to go football, so it's hard to beat that. It sucks. I'm going to miss March Madness really bad. Well, I think me personally, since we're allowed to watch college and professional, for the sole reason, I'm going to go NHL. I'm going to go hockey. Nice. Yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of different versions of hockey, so that's a good Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. I got, like, the Russian. I got the Swedish. <laughs> you're going well, to just... miss yeah. all the good Olympics. Yep, yeah, I mean, you guys are really playing the field there with that sport. But Max just brought it up, the Olympics. So I would take mine in a very small dose, and I would just go with snowboarding. I would just watch the Olympic sport of snowboarding. <laughs> Whenever the X Games counts, though, of course, like the X Games snowboarding competition you would count. Competition out there to get Sam off this show. <laughs> wow. Good question. I'm, I'm keeping it real, you know, for the people. <laughs> All right. I've got a caller <laughs> calling in and see if he's got to say. Anthony from Milwaukee here. Long time listener, first time caller. A couple questions for you guys. First, what's your favorite live sports venue you've ever visited? Second, what's your least favorite school slash team in the old NEMC? And why was it Standard Sterling? <laughs> I'll tell you right now why it was Standard Sterling. Because it was always freaking 50 mile per hour winds at their field. What was that about? The ball always goes sideways. That's true. That's, that's so true, actually. Playing soccer, you're right. I, I do, do remember that field being very hard. Yes. yes. Very hard Rocks field. in the field. <laughs> yeah. So, two-parter. Good question, Anthony from Milwaukee. We appreciate you at GHL, so he's a great heroic listener. Um, right, let me – let's go – we already mentioned that NEMC one, so let's go attack that. So, Sam, are you going with Standish? Am I what? You going with Standish? As your least favorite opponent? Yeah, for sure. 100%. Uh, like within that conference, albeit I didn't play within that conference for many years because we got pulled out of it. But yeah, within that conference specific, I would go with Standish. So let me remind you both who was in that, who was in that. So we've got Ascota, Whittemore, John Glenn, Pinconi, Standish, um, Tawis, Ogma. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'd I stick with Standish though. Ascota really wasn't a challenge. So. I know, so like I think I I'm supposed to take Oscoda, but I'm basing this off two sports, right? So I played baseball and soccer. Hockey didn't have that. Um, baseball I didn't care about at all, and then soccer I never lost to Oscoda, so it wasn't much of a challenge. Um, so it's gonna be John Glenn for me is my answer. Um, they had two kids that were super duper good, uh, Stefan Richards or no, Stefan Michalski or some shit like that, and then Ty Richards, who ended up being Sparty at Michigan State. Um, and a weird dude, I guess. 
they were very good. But uh, we we pretty much beat them. I think every time. The, no, we did. One time they tied us up and uh, we went to extra time and I scored a penalty kick to pretty much walk it off. So, yeah, John Glenn's my answer. Nice. Mine, pink counting. Pink the field, atrocious soccer field. They always sucked. Hated going down and play soccer against them. Pointless. Field or the cheese yeah. store, right? Yeah, behind the cheese factory. Pointless. And then, like, like Dylan was saying, like baseball. Somehow they were good at baseball though, and they would always Alert. wax us. So that was frustrating too, because like going yeah. down to Pink County, and you knew you're just gonna get mercyed. So that's yeah. a good point. They had a couple of kids. One of those throwing like ninety. Big old ugly kid, and then another kid uh, threw some nasty curvy stuff. Yeah, yeah there were a couple of kids at Standish that were doing that when I went through there for baseball, and that was not fun. But yeah, I agree. Standish and Pink are good at baseball. Mm-hmm. Anthony was a baseball guy at John Glenn, so Anthony went to John Glenn um, and played D three baseball. So shout out to you, Anthony. Um, good question. We gotta hit this live sports question. So favorite live sports venue? I think he said easy. What's easy? The Joe. Ooh. Joe Lewis Arena. It's a good one. That's fantastic. Um, live sports venue. Hmm. It's tough. That's very tough, actually. I mean, I'm gonna. Can we get like specific with it? Is that okay, Anthony? Yeah. Okay. Um, Detroit Tigers baseball playoff game. Hell yeah! I know it's game four atmosphere unknown to detroit baseball so if you ever get the chance you should attend one uh lost to boston we'll never forget it it was uh was it boston it was the orioles it was the orioles it was their last playoff brad, game brad osmus quality pinch hit in the ninth guy in second hernan perez yeah oh. quality. but hey it was fun yeah. so i'm going playoff baseball Craig park that was electric that's a great answer i would say the same thing but you already said that so i'm gonna go actually i was with anthony um at Bankers Field House, whatever it's called, Indianapolis. I think it's Gamebridge now. And we saw Michigan beat Tennessee. It was electric. It was awesome. Hunter Dickinson just dominated. Um, Michigan had some clutch buckets. Devontae Jones had a good first half last year in the uh second rounds to get to the sweet 16, basically. So Michigan beat Tennessee. Tennessee was a two seed, and Michigan was an 11 seed and it was awesome. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So that is the coolest thing. I think that was the venue was awesome. So we'll go that. All right. Good question, Anthony from Milwaukee. All right. Sounds like we've got another call. Cody keeps buzzing me. saying, hey, man, can I call in again? So he's calling back. He's an avid listener, man. Let's hear what he you guys is. Cody here. What country is the only country to play in every World Cup? It's a good question. What does this man do? Just sit on the Google all day? <laughs> he must be listening to our podcast and Googling. That's all he's got. That's it. He, he roots for Michigan State on the side and Google sports on the, on the other side. <laughs> uh, I feel like the obvious ones, you know, are like Argentina, Brazil, France, uh, England. England, actually. I'm going to go with England. Max, I have the answer. That is incorrect. Um, um, I'm going to go with like, uh, Brazil. So I, I say, I would have joined you with England, but I probably actually would have said Germany. Um, it is Brazil. Good job, Max. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good job. I mean, it was a lucky stab, but I also thought about like who they have to play to get there. 
Yeah, they don't have to play much. They don't play much, yeah. Exactly. They dominate the region. Yeah. Cody, thanks for the question. We're not really shit talking. Oh, I think we got someone coming from the south. I got like a real southern zip code calling now. Hey guys, hope you're all doing well. Hope you're staying warm. Anyway, listen, uh, you know what I'd like to hear you discuss and your feelings? I'd like to hear you discuss the NIL and how it affects college football. In a lot of ways, I believe that it's getting out of control. Look at the Florida quarterback and his $13 million deal falling through. I mean, is it going to just become a new professional league? I just would like to hear your feelings on the subject. Personally, I think they all deserve to make some money, but uh, 13 million is getting a little out of control. I think that uh, somewhere along the way, the NBA is going to have to regulate it and, I don't know, as Nathan said, put a cap on it, as in the NFL salary cap. Um, otherwise, what I see is that you're going to end up with maybe 25 or 30 teams that could compete. And that's it. Love to hear your thoughts on it, though. All right, well, Rich, that was Rich from uh, Alabama. Well, it's just oh, I can... Huge Bama guy, so. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Um, actually, <laughs> that's awesome that he called in and talked about this because I had this on my notes for the roundtable. It just didn't get brought up, but National Signing Day for football is today, technically, on Wednesday. So this young man who he's talking about, Jaden Rashad, committed to Florida and got an NLI deal, like he said, for $13 million, fell through. So he decommitted. And now he has uh, – his top runners are Arizona State, TCU, Washington, and Cali, like Cal- University of California. So I think, like Rich said, there needs to be a cap on it, $13 million. And then for him to say he's not going to this school that committed him just because he's not getting his money, it's pretty messed up. Pretty awesome. You think it's awesome? Yeah. Why, why not? I don't know why not. Everyone else is getting paid. Why can't he? I – don't know what to do though. So I'll tell you right now. Rich is a Bama fan. He's butthurt because his team's not getting all the players because there's now there's more money elsewhere. Um, because you just don't go now where you're gonna win national championships. You go where the money is, right? Look yeah. at Colorado. Yeah, exactly. They're not gonna win anything there, but they're gonna go because you get play Dion and money. You get a boatload of money. Um, I don't know. I think I agree, though. I think there needs to be a salary cap of sorts. But then what are we going to have next? A trade deadline? Are we going to, like, start trading? Definitely should have a transfer window or a no, trade I mean, deadline or whatever you call. So I think there kind of is, but it's, it's like, different. So, yeah. It's wishy-washy. I, I, I personally think it should be, like, a percentage of what the school's athletic program makes or something. Because then that way, obviously, your bigger school, you get more money. In the smaller school, you get less money. But... That's just the way it could. You, you're based off what the school makes, you know? So I, I think know. that's what it is, actually, kind of. So, like, I mean, yeah. It's not like that, Sam, but it's like the schools like Texas who have bigger contributors can provide bigger NILs. And that's what it is right now. So yeah, but question, it should only be like 5%. So you're saying you, sh- you, are, you are agreeing with Rich that there should be a cap? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, in I some mean, way. 
like in my eyes, I have no no issue with like if you're a number one recruit, go and get that money. Like, good for you. You earned it. Your my thing is what this kid did is messed up. Yeah. Once he's signed, he should have been who cares if you're not getting your money now? Like that's some but he's that, dude. Someone told him he's getting 13 million and they're not giving it to him. No way, Jose. Yeah, because what it's not through the school, it's through a third party source. So why right. do I care? You know, get a better agent. I don't know what to tell you. So I think there should be no cap. I'm let's get fat and rich. <laughs> Hook me up with some idea somewhere. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. Which, really good question. That's probably one of the more insightful questions you've had. That's a tough yeah. one. We could talk like a whole episode about that. So that's a good question. Really good. We may ask so get, his, get his real thoughts on here. Southern etiquette mm-hmm. up in here. <laughs> uh, thoughts about his basketball team. They're doing pretty well, Bama basketball. Um, oh, coming in hot. You guys know this guy. Oh. Wrong person. Whoa, cut her off. I just hung up right on her. She's not gonna like that. LTF, long time podcast, satisfied viewer calling in. I'd really like to know when the three brothers get together for family gatherings. What's your most enjoyable word game competition? Thanks, Dylan. That that part is specifically for you right now, right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll rip it right now. My most enjoyable is cornhole. I love it. Love it. You got a cold beer in this hand. You're ringing bags with this hand. You know, I like to consider myself a top tier cornhole player. And uh, I like playing cornhole. I would follow up with uh, obvious summer pool volleyball is my favorite family activity. Yeah. Checks out, Sam. Because, <laughs> you know. When you play with two and you have a tall significant other, <laughs> it's tough. Um, Whatever, so- y'all. Mary tall. So, Kalo, he called me before. I know he's called in just now, but he called me before. He's like, hey, we're off to some refs in the Logo Olympics. So, we have a Logo Olympics basically where the, the siblings compete. We bring our significant others and we have our, our parents our teaming up and we, we have games. So, um, let, me, let me check. Who won this past summer? I did. Okay. Uh, Lexi and I did. We took first. Okay. So she before did. that, who there was only one other local Olympics. Who won that one? That one's very uh, controversial. We don't have any was, records. It's me. It's not yeah. controversial. It was me. <laughs> so, so I think you can nominate Sam as the okay. most likely to dominate. Whatever. Um, <laughs> my game, I'll say my game. It's croquet. I love croquet. Anyone, anywhere, any place, let me know. All right. If it's one on one, like I get my mouth the whole time, you're going down. <laughs> Partner Paglia, we're still going to try our best and we're going to do really well. <laughs> but uh, okay. And then I think the most dominant is pro- definitely not. Sorry, Olivia. Sorry, mom and dad. It's between the three of us. Like there's no doubt. It is. And it definitely depends on which activity we're doing because we, yeah. we 
we throw some, uh, you know, beers. Be you start throwing that frisbee at those sticks. That's a game changer. And Max is just domination in cornhole for some reason. Yeah, Max is very good at cornhole. I'll admit that. Um, but I could see Sam winning the old Olympics next summer, and you know, so now you just have a win. So Max is the most. <laughs> yeah, if you think I'm gonna let that happen, you're crazy. So, so the crazy thing about this is like, yeah, you just never know. You got to play. Hey, we could. Let's just live stream the Logo Olympics. <laughs> Let's we not. <laughs> we should live stream the. I think we'll get the best views of our lifetime, fellas. Yeah. Um, side by <laughs> So we forgot to bring it up earlier. We will be having a live broadcast of the LVC hockey team come the weekend on February 10th and 11th. Sam and I will be holding microphones from King's College at visiting. We're going to stand in the stands. We're going to record the whole game. We're going to put it on YouTube Live. We're going to literally commentate. Most of me probably talking. We're going to have some beers in our hands. We're going to just talk hockey. We're going to talk puck. We're going to talk some shit. Um, and we're going to get some interviews after. We're going to we're hope, we're, we're, we're really hoping for the coach, Don Ho. Um, might not get him. So I, we'll take Kishko. We'll take Tosto. We'll take Tyler Fitro. Uh, I guess we'll take you, Max. You know, whoever we can get. Oh, continue. I'll give you guys a bonus brownie point if you can tell me what the King's College nickname is. The Lions. Nope. Furry taints. Close. The monarchs. Isn't their thing a lion? Yeah, it's a lion. It's a lion, <laughs> but they're called the monarchs. I'm King's pretty good at the logo. It's a lion. Oh, someone's Hold on. Hello? Oh. No, they didn't want to pick up. Pete, you there? There we go. Hey, fellas. So I've got a question for you guys. You know, I, I noticed you all are Michigan sports fans, and it, it's got to be tough, but I, I want to know, just as a general Michigan sports fan, which team has really let you down the most in life? Uh, which team had the most expectations, but never really came through? That really disappointed you guys. I think the viewers would like to, uh, you know, get a sense of what that what that's like for you guys. Thanks. Well, that was Matt from Columbus. Oh, no, Matt from Atlanta, I guess. Um... Well, Matt, first off, F you. <laughs> um, you know, does he on. want, like, all-time? Like, is, is he still, like, kind of there? Can you ask qualify, like, all-time yeah. sports or, like, a season where they let me down? So it's a season, he said, and it's pro or college. Okay, okay. Um, I got this one right now. Um, Michigan hockey last year, big letdown. They were uh, – they had many people come back, like Matty Beniers – Owen Power, um, Tom Bortolo, they all came back to finish their season with Michigan after they all got drafted, and they were the powerhouse, and they just, frankly, shit the bed and lost in the semis. So that was a very big letdown. Overtime loss, right? Yep. That sucked. Yep. So that was a great shot to the heart. Probably the best college hockey team ever assembled, so that is going to be a tough one as well. Yep. I have mine as well. Mine is basically the Detroit Tigers from the years 2010 to 2000, I think, like, 16. Um, to not win a World Series with the team they had and all those pitchers. I think they've got, like, seven Cy Youngs or some shit like that. They've got MVPs. I mean, like, J.D. Martinez, Miguel. You know, like, the position players are so good. Like, Kinsler, Prince Fielder, and then, like, the pitchers. You had all the pitching in the world, and you just can't go in. And they have, like... Five Cy Young Award winners oh. on that team. It was that is that is easily 
So it's Detroit Tigers circa like that chunk of years, Matt. That so is, yeah. That's a tough one. Sam, what you got? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was leaning towards like a, a Michigan basketball season where they lost a bit on Nova in the championship. That, but I feel like that was still an accomplishment. So I'm actually going to go very recent and go with the Detroit Lions. This year was extremely disappointing. They should have been in the playoffs. They should have won a game in the playoffs. Heck, who knows? They could have been in the championship game this year. I feel like this year was very disappointing. I agree with that, especially with Hard Knocks coming to camp and like hyping me up a little bit and like watching those episodes and getting really yeah. excited for it. Like I was. So, so I lean like how or so and I, she, she called again. I just, I heard in my ear and I just hung up kind of quick, but I heard the question. She basically asked, would you have taken the lions over another team in the playoffs? And Sam, so I think your answer is yes. Oh do yeah. You, do you think they'd be in like the Super Bowl right now or like the NFC, they would have made the NFC championship. So uh, what they would have entered into like the Seahawks position at the very minimal. Who they play again? They played Forty Niners. Yeah, I feel like the Lions could have beat the Forty Niners, honestly. Yeah. And then yeah. who knows at that point? Yeah, and then the Cowboys are nah. Yeah, I generally think the the Lions could have been in the championship game. Super Bowl, I don't know, but at least the, the championship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I also agree. You give me the Lions in the Dallas position going to Tampa, they're waxing the floor with Tampa. And then they're coming out and playing, let's say, like, I don't know, maybe like Minnesota wins. They get to go to Minnesota. Hey, Love that. Exactly. You have no idea. And then, so I'm, yeah. Heck yeah, Anna, you give me the Lions in the playoffs. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Max, sounds like you have a call ringing in. I got one coming in right now. Yeah, here we go. This is Mark from South Carolina and I was wondering what your guys' thoughts were on the situation with LeBron and the foul call at the end of the game. Can you hear that one? Go ahead, repeat a little. So uh, we've got Mark from South Carolina calling in asking what our thoughts are on the Jason Tatum foul on LeBron and the first NBA off, refs. First off, it wasn't a foul. <laughs> All right, Sam, where are your fouls? <laughs> I only saw a That's meme I saw like a meme video of this event. I generally don't know what happened, but it was a funny video. <laughs> Patrick Beverly with his uh, camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like saying the refs were blind, and that like Mr. Beast was carrying them. Yeah, <laughs> it was a whole thing. Right now, that 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 non foul call won me a boatload of money. So <laughs> wow. I mean, personally, like we just talked about this earlier with our NFL games. It was it was a foul, and it should have been called, but like. I think that's why sports are so fun fun to watch. Yeah. Or heartbreaking. I guess it depends who you're rooting for. But like that's what makes the imperfection awesome about sports. And I think No. No. You don't no. think so. You want to write all no. the time. There are cameras. There are technologies that you can put into balls. There is so much you can do to get that call correct and have the correct moment occur. Look back into that Wrexham soccer game, Max, that we watched. There was no VAR at that site because they didn't have it. M- completely missed the handball. Wrexham wins that game. Just make the right call if the call is right. It's simple. It's not if, – if it's a foul, go look at it and call a foul. It's easy. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, so same – well, And then you also can look back to that – you can look back to that 49ers-Eagles game. Dude doesn't catch the ball, but he, they all had a catch. Come on. Yeah. Make the right call. Quarterback still is dead. And still doing, so. Yeah, whatever. But still, make the right call. 
Yeah. All right. I don't know. I'm Barath, so I like to be of the line that I think whatever I say goes. So no. I think that's what the gamership of the sport is. Like, I think that's why it's fun because I can pull on the guy's arm and kind of like get in his head, cheat a little bit, and I'm not gonna get called for it. Yeah, if, if you're gonna call every nitpicky thing like that, that's yeah. If you don't think there's makeup calls in basketball, you're wild because there are. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, NFL, any sport there is. Yeah, yeah. hockey. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you right now, what I get rid of is the umpires in baseball. You don't need them. That strike zone, that's automated. Easy they actually money. are. They're implemented in minor league baseball. Hundred percent. Yep. They have automatic balls and strikes coming this season. Well, good question, Mark, from South Carolina. Um, So you've got, I think, two people that think it was a good call. One person clearly wants that to make sure it's right. That guy's name is Sam. Um, South Carolina apparently leads for the Celtics. That's all right. All right. Ooh, got another caller. Oh, gosh darn it. I already heard this. Anthony, you called once, man. All right, this new call. Ladies, so I have a question for y'all today. I was wondering if any of you know Sidney Crosby's first month and date and the importance behind it with him. That's all. I hope you guys. Hmm. That was a good question. Actually, good question. I know he's do... seven. Yep. <laughs> Sam, do you know any significance behind that? I mean, you know, nine, it's less than 10, more than eight. Um, seven is less than eight, but more than six. Um, so now, generally, no clue. <laughs> no idea. So he was actually, I actually know this answer because we just had this topic in our house a couple of weeks ago watching him play. And uh, he was born August 7th, which equals 8-7 in the year 1987. So that is why he wears 87. Yep, 100%. Um, let me add to this. He also had a 2007 contract signing of $8.7 million. Coincidence? I think not. I think not, yeah. <laughs> there, it goes on from like something about his dad. His dad was like something 87 or I don't know. There's like three or four things that's pretty wild. I lost Ashley. She's gone, but we'll have to maybe get back with her another time and see if there's anything further. Good question, actually. Thank you. Oh, <clears throat> sounds like someone else is coming calling in. Let's hear what we got here. Oh, there he is. He he doesn't seem he wants to pick up. There it is. All three of you. How many wins do you think this year's Michigan basketball team get? Do you think they make the NCAA tournament? And the last question is, is, if they do not make the NCAA tournament, will they get into the NIT? Well, Cody, we're not future tellers. Okay, first. Uh, I'll tell you right now, Cody, wherever Michigan lands, Michigan State will be behind them. So Ooh, love that. Good energy, Sam. <laughs> I don't Respect think Michigan. I don't think Michigan makes the tournament. I think Michigan enters the NIT at like an eight. I hope they're like a four, so I can watch them. 
I, yeah, they'll be home, right? They, the NAT still, you play your home floor for the first couple rounds. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. I think I think they don't make the NCAA tournament either, and it's kind of sad to say it would be very strange to watch March Madness without them in. <clears throat> but I don't think they do, and I do think they make the NIT just because simple fact the name's Michigan, and they got a lot of money. So yeah, I mean they gotta they gotta finish with some wins here, but yeah, yeah, I don't think they, make, they I they've got about ten games left. If they win nine of them, they're gonna like they'll they'll make March Madness. If they only win six of them, they're going to be in the NIT. Yeah. I mean, so. if Jet pulls his head out and just takes the team by the reins, maybe they win the tournament. I don't know. The yeah. Big Ten tournament. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's always that. That's Chicago this year. And, you know, at the end of the day, we've got Michigan hockey. I just told you how Michigan State hockey did against Minnesota. Got yeah. Michigan football. Hey. You know how Michigan State did this past year. How many wins they have, Cody? Oh, not enough to make it a big game. That's all right. Oh, he already hung up. That's, that's <laughs> Cody, you're soft. You can't even hang on to listen to that. Oh, well. so the answer I think the consensus is they might not make the tournament. Probably going to make that NIT. Sam said that Michigan State will make the tournament either, though. So I love that energy. Good stuff, yeah. Sam. Thank you for the question, though, Cody. You're a G to that point, though. Listener, yep. Probably only what Purdue makes. It. I think only two or three make it from the Big Ten. Oh, uh, there's going to be like nine. Yeah, it, so? it's stacked. So they're not range, but they're gonna make it. They'll be they'll sit from like the nine to like the twelve range in the seeds, but they'll make it. Yep, agree. Right, I got another caller coming in. Hi, it's Christina. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm just wonderful. Thank you for asking. So I just have a quick question. So I'm finally thinking about downloading a sports betting app. And I know you guys talk about your blocks of the week each week, and I'd love to start participating myself. So, what do you recommend? I've heard Stansel is pretty good, but I've also heard that Barstool is so popular lately. And what about drafting? So I'm just really looking for some guidance. Great questions, Christina. I like that. Hmm. She hmm. Somebody, somebody, give her the gambling hotline real quick. I have a feeling that might be necessary. One eight hundred seven three five six two two four. So, uh, Christina, I'm going to drop my um, promo code in the comments. <laughs> so if you just take that code, copy and paste it, download FanDuel. Yeah. Whoa, no, no. You're doing DraftKings. I'm doing FanDuel. Okay. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> so we, we'll drop both. I recommend FanDuel personally. Not so I say I say you leave it up to the viewers then. You know, you guys both drop your links into the comments and see whoever gets the most referrals. Right. And then Christina will let you know. And then you'll know which one's the best one. That's a great question. I, so I like FanDuel because it's just it's cleaner. DraftKings I think has better. Um, Max, what do you think? DraftKings odds, has like, odds boosts and promos and more yeah. opportunities to make money. But FanDuel also is like Dylan said, it's very eye pleasing, easy to use, yeah. user friendly, more professional. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then uh, I would say to answer Christina's third tier there, um, Barstool. They've got a lot of work to do. They just I feel like they kind of threw something together to make money there. Sounds about right. Sounds yeah. about right. And it's uh Yeah, agreed. Inferior. Our yeah, former yeah. caller, Tom, he's a pen. He has money in pen. Uh so that's Barstool. So he loves yeah. it. Yeah. That's unfortunate for you, Tom. Better All right, we gotta we gotta call it one more. I hear one more calling in. We'll just our last caller, everyone. So thanks for everyone who's still on the line. We're gonna have to stop at this one, but thank you everyone. Hey guys, Daryl here. Uh, how are you guys doing this this evening? Good. How are you, Daryl? Good. Good to hear. 
Um, one, uh, one comment before I get to my question. I just wanted to let the three of you know that I genuinely love your podcast. I listen to it every Wednesday while I'm headed to work. Um, Sam, I love the information you provide. Max, I love your viewpoint. And uh, Dylan, I just generally love everything that comes out of your mouth. You're doing a really, really good job. So keep it up. Um, my question for the three of you, how do you view your role within the podcast? All right, thanks, fellas. And uh, once again, Dylan, great job. Damn, thanks, Daryl. Daryl's a good guy. <laughs> How do we view our roles? Sam? Um, yeah, Sam, Sam, what's your role? Why are we starting with me? But Why don't we start with my one role. that shows up and looks pretty? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's part of my role. But I would say my other part of the role is, uh, like, uh, communications. Like, per, like, uh, like, the person that gets people on. What do we call that? You shake hands to shake hands to get people on. You're a facilitator. Yeah, I facilitate the podcast to people. We yeah. get it. You're extroverted. We love it. <laughs> Sam, what, what do you? How do you see your role? I mean, I enjoy I enjoy my role behind the scenes. One one day, maybe I'll pop off here and you know just go completely behind the scenes. We'll see and just run everything off of here. <laughs> I see you love as my it. tech guy. Yeah, I am the tech guy. Can we, can we grow as a tech guy? I can try, but it's hard. Dylan, to get what's your guy. role? <clears throat> I'm the CEO, president. Um, so and starting center, I am <laughs> Jackie Moon. All right, I am the owner. I'm the starting, yeah, point guard. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think it was my idea. Um, but I think you both just wouldn't be here without either of you, and I love it. It's been my favorite thing to do for the last twenty weeks. So I appreciate you both. Um, it's been a great time, and I look forward to the next twenty weeks. So, hell yeah. yeah. I, that's all. So I think that's the end of our calls. Um, you ask, we answer. Great segment, guys. I, that was awesome. That was a ton of fun. Thanks for everyone that called in our GHLs, our great heroic listeners. We know we have a ton more. Uh, we can only have so many questions. So thank you to everyone. All right. Moving on to our locks. Um, so just so we know, everyone, Max, you are three games under 500. Sam, you are three games above 500. Dylan, you are seven games under 500. But last week, I did actually go six and five. So AO. Good job. Yeah. I didn't That's add my freaking two and uh, four Saturday slate that I added on YouTube with Sam at the end of like Saturday morning. I would have been uh, four and one. So tough. That's all right. So make some picks. Sam, what you got? All right. Yeah. I mean, so I'm over 500. Could could go south very quickly here this week because I'm, I'm full sending into quite a, quite a, smorgasbord i would say of things um so we're gonna start with the nhl all-star games um we're gonna take the pacific over the central the atlantic over metro and then we're gonna take atlantic to win it all uh generally don't really know but i know boston hopefully sent some studs (laughs) that's that's the hope uh, and then to follow that up, we're also going to take the Pro Bowl, the NFL Pro Bowl. I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm excited. Uh, we're going to take the NFC to win that one. Just taking Jared Goff. All right. Yeah. Didn't know it at the time, but I'm backing it. Um, and then for some actual picks for those looking, I don't know if you can actually bet on those, but for these, we got the NCAA basketball little in-state rivalry, Indiana, Purdue. It's at Indiana. Uh, Indiana should win, I think. I think they will win. I'm gonna tell you, so we don't have the spreads yet. But it's probably gonna be like they're probably gonna be underdogs by like two and a half points. So you taking yeah. the money, uh, the spread there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then 
like Max said earlier in this show, in the first part, I'm full ripping my team. We're taking Fulham over Chelsea. Chelsea sucks. Let's go Fulham. They're like, when I looked this morning, it was like plus 590. Fulham. Love Love it. it. All right. (laughs) Max, what you got? Uh, So I only got a couple. I don't have to make Sam. So I'm going to go University of Michigan women's basketball team. Uh, Whatever they're... Whatever their spread is, they're playing uh, Illinois. Michigan's currently 18th in the nation. So give me whatever their spread is. It's not out yet because it's on Thursday. So we'll look into that. And then uh, tomorrow night, give me Xavier, the Musketeers over Providence, minus three, please. And then I feel like I got to bet on one Michigan sports team. Give me the Pistons plus six against the Wizards. They're home. I know I said many of times in my life not to bet on the Pistons, but give me the Pistons plus six. And of course, my Seagulls Saturday morning <laughs> playing Bournemouth. Bournemouth's at the very bottom. They're going to get relegated probably this year. So, uh, like minus 250. Yep. Yeah, they're going to take care of business. So, yep. Good stuff. All right. Um, I'll wrap us up. So, I'm going to go tonight. I'm starting off with a parlay. So, if it, if it all wins or doesn't win, Iowa versus Indiana or Iowa and Indiana. Iowa has Northwestern at home, and Indiana goes on the road to Maryland. Give me a parlay for both to win. Um, give me Michigan hockey this weekend, minus one and a half, puck line. Both games uh, against Wisconsin at uh, Yoast. Wisconsin- Michigan beats the fucking piss out of Wisconsin this weekend. Um, going to the English Premier League, give me the Bees, Brentford Bees, to beat Southampton at home. And then Manchester City on the road in Tottenham. Give me both of those. Parlay those as well. Um, shout out Phillips. He's a big Man City guy. And then I'm hoping Matt, he called in. He's a GHL. He's a great heroic listener, Matt Iwanski. He's going to join me in Michigan this weekend. We hope to be in attendance at LCA to watch Michigan or to watch the Pistons cover against the Phoenix Suns and then give me Michigan basketball on Sunday, which we'll also be in attendance for, to cover against the Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm assuming that's going to be about a minus two and a half spread. I'll take that. Well, so you're putting all those together. I mean, I'm not parlaying all that. I'm just taking like <laughs> two some par- parlaying the two, the English Premier League, and then I'm parlaying the uh, tonight. All right. All right. All right. All right, fellas. That's all we got for episode 20. Legally teaching engineer sports. It was a long one. It was a great one. It was one of my favorites. You ask, we answer. We do have a quote. It comes from Tom Brady speaking about the Pro Bowl. You think I play this shit to go to Pro Bowls? Get it together. Get your head up. We're trying to win rings. <laughs> Shout out to Tom Brady. All right, everyone. Sam, what's our POV? PVO. Yep. Our, our POV is positive vibe, vibes only. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank, to, thank you to our great heroic listeners. That was episode 20. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs> Curtains finally closing That was quite a show